This is Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Life's hard and you don't need to go through it alone. Together, we're going to find God's direction for living. To join the conversation, call 1-800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Now, live from the studios of WDCX, here's your host, Linda Penn. Hey, welcome to Today's Living Hope. Yes, I am your host, Linda Penn. Thank you for stopping by today. And, oh, if you were just listening to WDCX, it's always a, a fun time to hear Robbie and Carrie together. And they were talking today a little bit how January 12th, we've already sabotaged ourselves. So what a great reminder to say, whoops, get back on it. So that is really, that's really cool. So it's good to be with you. We're having a little bit of winter in Buffalo, but I love the white snow. I know, don't turn me off. <laughs> it is really, I just look I just think of it as the holiness of God coming down, purifying our land, and helping us for spring and summer. So, and it really hasn't been that bad yet. So, glad to have you with us. We are we are airing on WDCX ninety nine point five FM and nine seventy AM as well. So, I wanted to just um, start our program off today. You know, we are doing a three part series, and part one was last week with um, Jim Walton. Uh, it's the three kind of components of how how are we going to be able to handle 2019 and even in the future. And we hit kind of last week's topic is how are we raising our children to be able for them to know the Lord and be a discipler as we disciple them and have them in our home as children. And Jim Walton did an excellent, excellent job of us discussing how to be able to do that with our children from young age all the way through. So if you want to catch that, that's going to be on my website, todayslivinghope.com. It is also on Jim's and uh, the third choice, the three RD choice, and you can find it in YouTube. So um, just if you want to catch that, uh, we mentioned some resources at the end of the program um, because we are kind of at a critical stage of life of being able to reboot reproduce that in our children our statistics say we're two generations behind of actual reproduction of doing that so it was a really good and program some really practical things just to encourage and give you guys hope uh, for the future today my guest is going to be Damaris Johnson and we're going to how do we prepare the church for impact and then our third part will be next week and how do we pr- prepare ourselves with the intimacy of the father how do we go about in our life of being um, sanctified, that journey of traveling as a um, born-again Christian or someone to know Jesus? Because we have seasons of life that, you know, and we struggle, right? Um, we struggle all the time. I struggle. Uh, I have a regular time in the Lord, prayer time. And how do I learn and know to go deeper when I have this kind of urge inside? So that we're going to be talking about next week. This week, we're talking about the church and the impact it needs to have, and we are the church, so um, I'm excited to have Damaris with us. I also wanted to tell you the winter Bible studies are up. Um, They're going to be at Benders again, and you can go on my website, todayslivinghope.com, and pick those up. You know, we have a healing journey class that is not open for attendance right now. It started about 10 weeks ago, and uh, but we'll have another one in October. Uh, and it goes for 29 weeks. And I want to tell you, these gals are faithful. Their attendance has been because they are really receiving some things from God and his word. 
to take care of woundedness and abuse in their life and other things. And they have come saying, I can't take my life the way it is anymore. So that one's not open, but there's one open on Thursday nights and one open on Tuesday morning. I'll be doing the Tuesday morning one. um, and You can catch it on the website and begin registration. I also want to tell you about, I'm really excited about this, a simulcast at Bender's going on March the 2nd. And it's called Gathering 2019. It will be coming through the Internet, and there will be multiple speakers. You can go on either one of my Facebook pages, Linda Penn, or Today's Living Hope, and find out all the information. Cost is 20 bucks. That's it. You will be served lunch. The speakers will be announced uh, February the 1st when they give them to us. There will be worship. It will be all kinds of things. Limited space, I can take 150, and that's it. And uh, so people are already signing up, and you'll see Facebook pages flat, kind of flying back and forth as you see people signing up and sharing from my Facebook page, uh, whether it's Today's Living Hope or Linda Penn. Well, it's 105, and it's time for our first um, endorsing sponsor break, of which we could not be on the air without these people. So we're so thankful. We're so thankful for the Beacon of Benders Christian Bookstore in our area. Don't go away. We'll be right back. All right, gift giver, the regular gifting season is over. You made it to the postseason, and the party is on the line. It's fourth and long, the clock is ticking down, and you're down by one gift. What are you going to do? Oh, you know what you're going to do. You're heading to the Bender Zone, the custom laser engraving section of Bender's Christian Store, because they've got plaques, frames, mugs, crosses, pens, crystal votive holders, cutting boards, lazy Susans, and an engraving staff that ain't so lazy. Uh, nor the name Susan, but I digress. Yes, beautiful custom engraved gifts, where almost all engraving requests are already included in the program. Why a custom laser engraved gift? Because they look great, they're personal, and they become a treasured keepsake for years to come. A total gifting win! So, get into Bender's Christian Store for that special gift win. They're easy to get to at 8550 Sheridan Drive in Williamsville, just a mile east of transit. And watch while they laser it for you. Or call ahead at 716-633-5757 to schedule an appointment to get it done. Or even find them on Facebook to see some examples of their work. The custom laser engraving department at Bender's Christian Store. Why? Because it's all about that moment. When they open the gift and you hear, (gasps) It's perfect! Gifting win! Hope gives meaning to life. It's a strong and confident expectation we have as believers. Operation Exodus USA is a Christian organization that exists to provide that same kind of hope to Jewish people who want to immigrate to Israel. According to God's word, he has a plan, purpose, and promise to every Jewish person to return to their ancestral homeland, and we are called to help their return. Operation Exodus USA stays true to God's word. Their purpose is to assist Jewish people who want to move to Israel and to encourage Christians like us to help. Through their ministry, Operation Exodus USA has helped tens of thousands of Jewish people return to their homeland. You can play a vital role in providing hope to Jewish people right here in the Western New York area by being a prayer partner and by making a donation. Just visit OperationExodusUSA.org or call 877-633-7613. Operation Exodus USA, from hope to home. Feeling lost and confused about things? Here's today's Living Hope. Hey, welcome back. So glad you're with us today. And uh, no matter where you are, whether you're traveling in your car, whether you're home working on something, um, 
I'm running into the listeners all the time, and I'm so excited when I get to talk to somebody that's been listening to our, our program. And so we are doing part two of a three-part series that actually was started last week, and it was how are we to make it in 2019 and even our future as Christians? Um, so many things are going on. We feel um, sometimes hopeless. Uh, we feel desperate. Yes, there are concerns in our world. Last week, we talked about how to raise children that love Jesus and know Jesus and will become their own disciples as they grow up and uh, in the future marry and they have children. How do we do that as parents? Because it's so important because we are at a crisis um, time in our life, in, um, in our world, in our beliefs, in our function. And so we wanted to handle how parents can encourage. And we even talked about your children at by the time they're in second grade and they're reading well, they can be having their own family devotions uh, and coming together as a family or individually and talking about things and how Deuteronomy 6 is just a beautiful way. And we all say we're too busy. Oh, no, you can weave this in and out in everyday life from your own life. And then part two today is about how to have an impact, how the church should have an impact, because I think we're getting whittled down and... Um, we're afraid to speak, and yet we're desperate and want to go deeper, and the Holy Spirit is on the move. So welcome, Darius Johnson. How are you? Hey, good morning. Good morning. How you doing, Linda? I'm good. I'm good. And I know a lot of our listeners out there, they know you from when you were played with the Bills. You've yeah. been with the NFL and played with the Dolphins, and then Darius Johnson came to know uh, Jesus. Yeah, well, that was a that was a powerful experience um, myself when I, when I was in Miami, so... I was, you know, professional football player thinking I was, you know, living a dream and all of a sudden Jesus showed up and changed everything. So, you know, it's been a it's been a blessing thus far. Um it's is you know, what we're living now and what we've been through the last twenty years mm. is is awesome. So mm. uh I'm just thankful to be able to, you know, share the good news and reveal what it is the Lord has revealed to me as far as, you know, how to make an impact and have an impact, you know, and that's what it's really about as a believer, it's about having an impact on on our community and our, on society so you know we, we're going to do that and you know again i'm thankful to be a part mm -hmm. of it and you know he he has told us as believers and he's transformed our lives and remember you mm -hmm. said when you shared your testimony when you were on my program um one other time that man, you just had to you sat down and just 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 digested and absorbed that bible page right. after page well that's that's most important if, we, if we're going to begin to make an impact as believers um you know whether you was a damaris johnson professional football player mm -hmm. or you were, you know plumber down the street you know you could you could uh have an impact on on the community and 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 the people around you but it all begins with you and how you um uh pursue after God and how you have a relationship with him through the word of God. And it all starts there because uh, whether whether we understand it or not, Jesus himself had to have a word or had to read the Bible in order for him to know who he was and understand what his purpose was and have an impact on the community he was called to have an impact to. Mm. Jesus lived by faith. He said, man should not live by bread alone, but Absolutely. by every word. And he there. I think we forget that he he was human. Right. He there was a humanity part in every about aspect. him in, in every, every aspect. aspect. In every so aspect. that means he struggled. Right. We, in every aspect. He struggled. He struggled with his humanity, just like we struggle with our humanity. Mm -hmm. You know, and unfortunately, he was able to overcome and submit and subdue his humanity 
and be who it was God has called them to be. But the same way he did it is the same way we're called to do it. And it starts with having an intimate relationship with the word. And what a great model he was because, oh, you know, that, that humanness, he had to learn to obey his parents. Right. He had to get aside and be in silence and prayer. Right. He had to, to walk and be in that fellowship. And it wasn't, it wasn't easy because of the human side, the emotions. And yet he was the third person of the Trinity, the son it. of God. He was it. We even see that we, there were moments when Jesus didn't obey his parents. We even <laughs> see that. Yeah. When, when, he, when, they, when he was supposed to go with them and leave Jerusalem, when they went up for the Passover, he stayed back. And they went back. They, it sounded as if they were scolding him. Where you, where, where you are? Where you <laughs> supposed to be with us? You know, so to see that side of Jesus, we, we really don't want to see that side. Religious culture would have us not uh-huh. see that side of Jesus. They want, him, they want us to think he was this Superman that, that, that only he could do what he accomplished. But that why, that's not why Jesus came. No. He came to reveal to us a life that's very livable by each and every one of us. And he didn't come um, to die for a religion. No, not He at all. came for a personal relationship Oh, he was in love, him. Linda. He was in love. He was in love. He was in love. And so he wants us so desperately to be in love with him, and mm-hmm. he's so anxious about that. The impact of even thinking about John three sixteen for God so loved the world, he right. gave his only begotten son. Mm-hmm. And that's for everyone that walks on this earth. Who, whosoever will. He said, whosoever will. He said this in John's gospel, the first chapter, the 12th verse, he said, to as many as received him. Yes. Whoever will receive him, he's given power to become sons of the living God. Whoever mm-hmm. will receive him. And that's, and that's what we have to grasp hold of. Whoever will receive him. No matter where you're from, no matter what walk of life you're from, no matter what you've been through, whosoever will receive him, you have an ability to become what it is God created you to become. Amen. Amen. And, you know, we're going to we do have the uh, phone lines open. If you would like to call in and make a comment um, where you have something that you want to say based on what we're talking about to be an encouragement uh, to someone else or even how God has been an encouragement to you. We want to hear about it today. So you can call us at 800-684-2848 or 883-5000. So Damaris, you, I've been watching your Facebook and mm-hmm. talking about you have just a new burst of passion for the church mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. direction. It's called Faith and Forgiveness. Amen. No, no doubt. Um, yeah, Linda, the Lord has recently been speaking to me about uh, a concept that I've coined called the faith life. And mm. within that faith life, Jesus is the theology for that faith life. You know, when we want to know what does it look like to live by faith, to walk by faith, as Romans, the first chapter, the 17th verse declares to us that the just shall live by faith. When we see that, we look at Jesus's lifestyle and the embodiment of the life of faith we find right there in his life. So when you look at Jesus, he was he was one who forgave. He was a man of forgiveness and he lived by forgiveness. And so that's the first aspect of living by faith. We really has we really have to grasp because a lot of us struggle with forgiving ourselves. Mm, That's the yes. one of the greatest struggles is forgiving ourselves. God is already forgiven. And a part of that word in the Hebrew for forgiveness is actually t- means to forget. forget. It, means, it means to forget. So a lot of times we're reminding God of things we did. He's saying like, what, what are you talking what about? What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't even, he forgave us from right. the, as far as the east is from, from the, the west. west. Right. He don't it's even gone. know. It's gone. It's totally gone. And yet one of your posts, you said religious culture is one of the, oh, uh, the, the enemies that really starts to tear us down. And why the church, we as people who are the church, cannot be effective in our own lives or, or even out to share it with others. Can you talk about well, that a yes, little bit? Yes, well, w- what we have to understand is the greatest enemy today, Linda, is not the devil. He's defeated. Our greatest enemy as a church today is the culture that's been established by religion. 
which then brainwashes us and coerces us into picking up their cultural characteristics, which has nothing to do with the kingdom of God and the church and how we function. So one of the things that religion will do to keep you at bay and under its control is to constantly remind you that you're a sinner. Constantly remind you that you did this before you got saved. Constantly remind you that we're, you're only human. Constantly remind you and put you in a position where you can't become who this guy wants you to become. And the first thing that we need to do is recognize that, you know what? I am forgiven. What I used to do, who I used to be. Linda, if I was mindful of all the things that I used to do when I was playing professional football, man, I wouldn't be able to do anything. I'd be paralyzed. I wouldn't be able to go forth in faith. One of the greatest enemies of faith is the fear that God is mad at me. It, it, yes. A lot of times we just hear fear. We just hear people say, oh, fear is the greatest thing. But it's not just fear. It's the particular aspect of fear that God is angry with me. Yeah, the, yes. Oh, God is holding this against me. And one of the things that fear will do, that religious culture will do, is cause you to be fearful of God being angry with you. And if, if you think God is mad at you, you ain't going to be able to do nothing by faith. No, fear, shame, and guilt are the three things that get piled on top of us that mm -hmm. we can't get away from. And it takes us from the atoning blood of the cross mm -hmm. and saying it was wiped out. When he came and saved us, we were willing to say, I am a sinner. Please come into my life. He justified our lives with Amen. the blood of Christ Amen. and he wiped out the complete debt. He credited mm -hmm. to that debt mm -hmm. as if it didn't exist. Right. We're pure, pure, holy and white right. in his presence. And that's why we have an avenue to God the Father is through the Son, and there's no other way. No other way. And, and, and what's ironic about that, what's incredible about that, that was done by faith. It's done by believing. I think one of the things that we really need to emphasize, because Jesus emphasized it, Paul emphasized it, Peter emphasized it, James emphasized it, John emphasized it, if, is, is that we do and we ascertain all that God has for us by faith. One of the things that, I, that, mm. that, that bothers me the mm -hmm. most, Linda, is when I hear people say, well, we didn't do nothing to get saved. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I did do something to get saved. What I did and what we do as believers is so powerful that it moved God. The Bible says Abraham believed God yes. and God accounted that to righteousness. That word account there is exactly what you just said. It means to take It's as if you're balancing your checkbook It's to have yes. it's to have a thousand debts on one side and to have one asset on the other. Mm -hmm. And that asset is our believing. All of the sin we did from the time we were born oh, to the time we, we won't exist anymore is, is balanced by the one thing that we did to be saved, and that was believe. Well, and there was like three different parts of that, and we didn't even know it. I didn't even know it when I came to know the Lord, what all that was going right. to mean for the rest of my life. But the Holy Spirit was drawing. Amen. I saw the need to understand mm -hmm. in my mind, I am a sinner. Right. And I need forgiveness. Right. So in that, God is the provision through Jesus Christ. So emotionally, I'm prompted to say, Lord, I, please come into my life and forgive me of right. my sins. So we understood it intellectually, even though we don't have the full understanding. We, we understood it through our emotion. Oh, I am a sinner. I need to invite him to my life. Mm -hmm. And then that acknowledgement, I need to have him to be Lord of my life. Right. So when you see all those three components, what God the Father provided, what Jesus Christ provided, what the Holy Spirit provided, plus I yielded my will mm -hmm. to the Lordship of Christ. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of activity going on. A lot on. went on. A lot of a energy. Lot a lot of, in, you know, and then there was a celebration when they wrote our names right, in right, the right, Lamb's right. Book of Life, right. the, the scripture says. So 
you're absolutely right. It takes an intentional submission to the will of God right. to and, Jesus and, Christ. And that's why it, it's almost heartbreaking when you hear people say, well, we didn't do anything to get saved when God has called us to be co-laborers with him. And the same way, Paul said, the same way we came into this salvation is the same way we're going to continue and finish our salvation. Paul says, I finished my course. I've kept the faith because he continued to believe the same way he believed his way into salvation. We have to do the same thing. It's by faith that we access the grace wherein we stand. We're trying to access grace without faith. It's impossible. You're trying to access forgiveness without faith. You can't do it. It takes faith to even then believe and you right. make the decision you're going to believe. Right. And in order for that to come in as a full impact in that belief, you start walking in the obedience of what the scripture says. Right. And there your faith builds. There your trust is intact. There we can say, man, I'm excited to know Jesus mm. and I want to know more about him. I mm-hmm. want to be in his word more and more and more. And um, it's just wonderful to know that the power is through faith and forgiveness it is time to take that first break from our endorsing sponsors hey don't go away we want to hear from you if you have a comment uh, you may be going through kind of a law maybe your january the 12th is i really don't feel like god is near let me tell you he's here he's in the presence he's in your presence of where you are today he's in this room so don't go away damaris johnson we have a lot more to say we'll be right back watching the ball drop with anticipation A new year means new beginnings, a fresh start, the chance to do things you've always wanted to do. Yep, the new year is going to be a good one. At least that's how you felt on New Year's Eve, days before you got to work, before your boss said he was letting you go. He handed you a severance package and told you to take your personal belongings with you on the way out. Hi, I'm Leslie Smith. Starting the new year on a note like this is devastating. I've been an employment lawyer in Canada for 30 years. In that time, I have reviewed thousands of severance packages. I know what to look for. I know what to question. Let me review your severance package to make sure you get a fair compensation. I'll negotiate with your employer until you receive the amount you deserve because I fight for all my clients. The start of the new year wasn't one to celebrate, but it doesn't have to stay that way. Call me today at 905-257-7714. That's 905-257-7714. Have you or someone you care about been believing lies from the enemy? Or have you been beat up by the world? Or even worse, are you your own worst enemy? Lies that tell you that you aren't worth help, that you are alone, or that no one cares. There is care right here in Western New York. In His Name Outreach is a safe, welcoming place for you. An environment of friendly, compassionate folks equipped to help you or those you love. In His Name Outreach is a nonprofit, faith-based resource with 20 years experience. They offer counseling services for every situation. They can also help the person who is struggling with recovery, providing support for you and the family. Donna Potter and her team of qualified counselors have the tools you need. Recognized by their peers for excellence in services, they provide counseling, recovery coaches, family services, support groups, church programs, and community outreach. Thinking of becoming a recovery coach? They have dynamic classes available for you. Come check out their new location with easy access and plenty of parking at 576 Dick Road in Depew next to the City Mission Thrift Store. Call 464-3681 or online at ihno.org. Today's Living Hope has been a blessing to you and so many WDCX listeners. Host Linda Penn is here for you as she continues to bring you the best in conversation every Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. to help you find hope to fulfill your purpose and destiny for living. 
you've grown in your spiritual walk with the Lord and want to support the efforts of this incredible ministry. Learn more about how you can become a sponsor or advertising partner today. If you are a business or individual, you can donate to Today's Living Hope nonprofit organization. All donations are tax deductible. Email lindapenn at todayslivinghope.com or call 716-906-4620. Today's Living Hope, empowering people with purpose and destiny. That nervous feeling you get in your stomach is God telling you to join the conversation. Give Linda a call at 1-800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Hey, welcome back. We're glad that you are with us. And my guest today is Damaris Johnson. And we're talking about how can the church be an impact, not only in 2019, but in um, the future. And how we as believers, um, we need to be able to walk that out because our churches, mm, we are the church. And sometimes I think things get us down or things that, that we're very doubtful about or we have a circumstance or. And so some of the things we're going to say, well, I, you're out there listening. Oh, I already know that. I believe that. But then um, the walk of that and how it's affecting our churches as a whole with, of people coming to know the Lord or reproducing or being involved. Um, we see the t- statistics saying something different. So um, that's why you should be in the Word, in the Bible study, in faithfully attending your local church. Before the break, we were talking about um, Damaris Johnson and his, um, you've got to go to his Facebook page and his website, Faith Life Realities, and one of faith and forgiveness. So before we took the break, we're talking about forgiveness. And I know, Damaris, you want to say a little bit more about that. Well, the the one thing that's most important about that is uh, everything that God is going to give us and do for us, he's already done. It's called the finished work of Christ. So forgiveness is already forgiven. We don't have to ask God to forgive us anymore. That's done. What we have to do is believe in his forgiveness. And that's one of the most important aspects of us living in. Because as we talked about off air, if we're not experiencing this in our life, if we're not living forgiveness, then we won't be impactful. And and, and the whole uh, premise of our show today is how are we going to be impactful as what you said was very important. We are the church of the living God. We don't realize we're the solution. In, in God's mind, the believer, the church, is the solution to the woes in the earth. We're, we're it. It ain't. He ain't sending nothing else. He ain't doing nothing different. No. We're and, it. We're it. And Jesus, uh, Jesus prepared the disciples and said, hey, I'm out of here. I'm you gone. Can, I'm you, going to sit down. You can do more. <laughs> Without me, because he knew he knew that he wouldn't do. They'd all rely on him, and they wouldn't right. do what they needed to do. So he left. Then the disciples left. John seventeen says we are the ones, and we can do even more. But the one person who stayed, Linda, was Holy Spirit. That's, That's right. Who stayed. He, he didn't leave. He indwelled upon oh, he's us. In us. He's in and, us. If you know him, you didn't have to wait for him to come and go like they did in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. We've got so much power in here. We we just ought to be exploding with I mean, Jesus' love and forgiveness. It, well, it, it, we got to understand that the, the power that God has left us is embodied in, in what he's called us to do and what he's called us to live. One of the greatest ways for us to make an impact and reveal the glory of God that's within us is to fulfill the purpose that's upon our life. I love when Paul said, he said, I finished my course. He's like, man, I'm finished. He said, Timothy, I got through it. I finished it. I did it. Man, that's the greatest way we can uh, have an impact on society is to finish the course by faith that God has called you to. When we finish the course, you will have an impact on so many lives. You'll have an impact on so many people. And that's really what it's about. Embodying and within the uh, embodiment of your purpose is all the glory and impact you could possibly want. 
You don't have to try to give God glory when you're fulfilling your purpose. No, and we look at it from our point of view, from us up to him. He is saying, look, from my point of view, I have brought you into my kingdom. You are here to glorify me. The power, the understanding, the forgiveness of the ladies in healing journey as they go through uh, coming out of some of those things, the thing that has overwhelmed them, even just being in for 10 weeks because it's a 29-week course, I could not believe how God truly has loved me, and he really never, he was always with me. Mm -hmm. He was drawing me to his love, and that is part of the healing that I can accept that the circumstance or the event is not who I am. It's not my identity. Linda, something just came to mind um, about forgiveness, and I want to share this. I just recently heard the testimony of one of the uh, men of God that God is raising up by the name of Pastor John Gray. And uh, he just got installed over the uh, in, in the, the pastorate of a particular ministry. But uh, when he first one of his first messages he preached was had to do with the forgiveness of God. And years prior, he had, he had got into a situation uh, that caused some things to happen uh, within his marriage. And he began to talk about how him and his wife was on the verge mm-hmm. of divorce. It was something he had entertained, something he did. They didn't get specific to what it was, but it had to do to, uh, in the realm of, you know, uh, somebody not being faithful to the marriage. And so oh, I was going say somebody, him himself. But um, he went into how he felt so uh, he was so blessed by it because he know he technically based off his behavior didn't deserve to be in this position he was in. Mm -hmm. But because he believed in the forgiveness of God, he believed that God reconciled him. He believed that God would now take him forward and and still have an impact in life. He was able now to be used of God. God. One of the greatest things that we have for us is forgiveness. God forgives us in spite of what we've done. And we are completely a new creature. He says we're totally new. Right. And that forgiveness, as far as the East, it's from the West. He does not remember it. We ourselves can be, um, those things can come back and say, no, you're not really forgiven. No, mm-hmm. you're not really saved. Those are lies. Oh, yeah, lies not, based on, not based on scripture. And even the evil one can then start to attack us. But I think our minds and our thoughts are our worst enemy. And we don't listen to the heart of God in the heart of God for mm-hmm. us and let that pour out. And the scripture says this, and what you said was important, but it says, they that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. So there's mercy for us. That's right. But, but we forsake it. It ain't God who forsakes it. It's not God who don't show us mercy. No. It's not God who doesn't forgive us. It ain't, it ain't God's fault. It's when we meditate, when we observe, when we take in, when we absorb and we believe the lie, we forsake the mercy that God has for us. So it ain't God's fault. If we don't walk in the mercy of God, if we don't walk in the forgiveness of God, if we don't walk in the blessing of God, it's not God's fault. That's another thing we got to deal with, Linda. Why do Blaming we blame God? God for everything. Uh, yeah, oh we can't blame him. We oh, can't blame I, I can't stand him. And that. your key word right there is mercy. Right. Mercy. The grace of God also right. gave us his mercy. Right. Because he loved us. The grace of God. And, and we've, you know, we've, we're on this as a church community as, uh, within Christendom. We, we're on the whole grace thing. And that's wonderful. And I love it. It's beautiful. But at the same time, we can't become so hyper graced that we forget about the access of that grace and how to access it and what mm. what it means to us. It, it's everything. The grace of God is a word that a concept that embodies all the goodness of God. And that's wonderful. But that goodness being appropriated into our lives and us walking in that goodness from the forgiveness of God to the power of God, to the blessing of God, to the wealth of God, to the prosperity of God, all of those things. 
are accessed and made available to us as we continue to believe as the scriptures has said as uh, for us to believe then we'll see the full manifestation of uh, that in our life yes and it is a humbling experience it is um it is really um taking the pride right out of us of our own control Mm -hmm. of who we think we are what we think we're capable of doing but just giving it through forgiveness and that grace of god to realize i just don't have a free ticket to heaven and i can do anything i want to do well well, again we go go back back to the theology theology. of our faith and that's jesus Yep. Jesus did not sit back and say, oh, God got it. Oh, God is in control. Oh, God will do this. Oh, God will do it. Oh, God will heal you. When you look at the scriptures, Jesus said, thy faith hath made thee whole. When the woman with the issue of blood, Jesus was just walking down the street. She yeah. tapped into the power. How did he say it? He said, thy faith hath made thee whole. He tapped, yes. She tapped into the power. So when we take the initiative to move and, and do the things that God has called us to do, then we'll see the full manifestation of the virtue. He said, somebody done touched me. Somebody yep. done tapped into nobody. Nobody done, ain't nobody just felt my clothes. My power. They done. They done tapped into the power, power. source. How do we tap into the power source? By faith. Mm-hmm. That's how we tap into it. So us believing it is so important. It's, it has to be. It has to be just as emphasized as the grace. Yes. Of God, the faith of God, and believing. Uh, uh, we are crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, we live yet not I, but Christ liveth in us. In the life that we now live, we live by the faith, faith. of the Son of God who loved us and gave himself for us. So the same faith yes. Jesus Amen. lived by. Amen. But we, we first got to get people to realize Jesus lived by faith. The same faith he lived by, we now live by. He went to the yes. cross by faith. He went to the grave by faith. He was resurrected by faith. Oh, yes. He seated at the right hand of the Father by believing it. Yes. He had. He said, "Lo, I come in the volume of the book to do as it's written of me to do that will of God." He Amen. read Amen. the Word of God. He read the Torah. He said, "Man, that's that's talking about me." He read Psalm sixteen. He said, "Man, that's my life right there. That's who I am. That's me." We have to do the same thing. Absolutely, we have to live it by faith. There, uh, other key words in your conversation today has been meditate. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the, the amount of scripture that you are quoting, you have to be intimate with him. <laughs> well, you, you really do. Yeah, I, I just thank God for I, I'm, I say I, I, this is this is what I call the grace of God. I cannot. And anybody who knew me prior uh, and my brothers, my brothers watching me on Facebook Live right now. <laughs> anybody who's who's knew me. I, I wasn't a reader at all. I'm talking about I went through high school, college, and I ain't never read a book in my life. I ain't never read a book. I went, I went through college for six years of college. Never read a book from cover to cover in my life. Only, only magazine that I would read was Sports Illustrated. So when I got saved, the night I got saved, I got saved at 1130 on a Wednesday afternoon on August 30th. I got saved. I, I, I was moved. I said, I said, Lord, what's next? Mm. Spirit of God said, go read your Bible. I never opened the, the, the plastic was still on the Bible. I, my my, my uh, Ramona, uh, my, I call her my second mom out of uh, when I was in Joliet. Um, Precious Ramona Sims. She's my mom, and I want to say hello to my, 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 my second dad, Rob, and my mom, Ramona. She gave me a Bible when I was on my way to, to play with the Dolphins. She said, she said, and I was, I, was as, I was as far from saved as you could be. She said, here, you're going to need this one day. She was very prophetic in that. Yes. And I'm glad she obeyed God. And the Lord said, go read your Bible. <laughs> That's so exciting. And I started reading, and, and, and I said, Lord, I was in tears. I was jumping around. I'm free, I'm free, I'm free. And I, and I sat down, and she said, when you start reading, start in the book of Matthew. And I sat down at 1130 in the afternoon, and by the grace of God, by the power of God, because I wasn't a reader, Linda. I wouldn't read. Not, I, done written, I done wrote two books. I done read the hundreds of books. I read Matthew, the Revelation, in one sitting. And I said, what's one next? Sitting. I'm talking about I read all night, didn't eat, didn't drink, didn't, don't even remember going to the bathroom. I read it from 1130. I got finished about, I got finished about 6 in the morning that next morning. 
I was just reading from 1130 that afternoon. I just read all day and all night long. I read all day and all, and then I, and I stopped. And once I got done, I said, what's next? Spirit of God said, read it again. So I started reading it again. I took a break this time, Dolan, and I had to get something <laughs> to eat. And, you know, I had to wash up and shower. But, but the point is, the, the, the grace of God. See, now, now you, we tap into that grace. Mm-hmm. Now, every year, the beginning of the year, I, I endeavor to read my Bible within a three-month span. But when I start reading it at first, it's not as easy as it once was. But when I keep pressing, when I keep pressing, the kingdom of heaven suffers the violence and the, and the violent take it by force. And every man presses their way into the kingdom. Sometimes you have to press through the veil of the flesh and weariness and being tired. And I press through and I press through. As you said earlier, after the first 12 days, most folks give up on the New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. But if you can push past those first 12 days and get over into yes. those 20th and that 21st, 21st day, now you tap into the grace of God and it becomes easy. It's just like when you when you go to work out. Uh, I have this thing with my family. Now, everybody don't like to get up and work out with me early in the morning. But once they start doing it and when they get up and they start working out, next thing you know, they, they're into it because something done kicked in. Yes. So it's the same way with the grace of God. Once you, once you uh, move and I move by the grace of God to read my Bible, then there comes a fresh energy, a fresh life to read it. And so this is when you're able now to get the word of God down into your soul. And you talked about meditation. And the revelation the Lord gave me a meditation. I was watching the nature channel. I like to watch the nature channel. Mm-hmm. And it was a squir- it was on squirrels. And it was talking about how the squirrel um, cracks open the acorn. And the word meditate means to mutter. It means to say over and over and over and over. It means mm-hmm. to roll over. Mm-hmm. And no, they were showing the squirrel rolling the acorn down a rocky mountain. He was rolling it down the slope of the mountain. He kept, and he, he would roll it down, then he would push it back up the mountain, then he would roll it down the mountain again, then he would go down and push it back over, and then one time he rolled it down, and it hit a rock. And when it hit that rock, the acorn cracked open, and he raced down there, mm-hmm. and all the meat and all the life was inside the acorn. So what happened when the Lord spoke to me right then, he said, that's the power of meditation. When you meditate on the scripture, when you say, by his stripes I'm healed, by his stripes I'm healed, and you roll that thing over in your mind, and you say it, and you mutter over and over and over, all of a sudden, you'll see, you'll begin to experience the life on the inside of the logos, because inside of every logos, which is the written word, that's what we call a rhema, which is the spoken, spoken word, word of God. That spoke, that word will begin to speak to you from the inside out. out. Now the life, the energy, the grace to be healed, to walk in healing, is now there. For every aspect of your life. Forgiveness. If you meditate on the scripture, he's forgiven us even of our sins. And you say that I'm forgiven of my sin. I'm forgiven. If I confess my sin, he's faithful just to forgive me of my sin and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. If you say that over and over, man, it's just like the squirrel and acorn. Eventually, you're going to hit something and it's going to come alive in your spirit. And now you have it. And and it's going to change your thoughts. It's going to, and the thoughts change the behavior. The behavior changes the feeling. So I, I then start to feel forgiven through the blood of Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. not thinking I'm not forgiven because of the emotions of what I've done or what had been done to me. And what you said was important, Linda. You feel. When you get to the point where you feel. Paul uh, said we serve God in our whole spirit, soul, soul and and body. body. When you feel like you're forgiven, now you're walking in a higher dimension of love that God has called us to walk Mm -hmm. in. Amen. Amen. Well, it's time for us to take that next break. Uh, And I know you don't want to go away. There are so many things more we want to say, and we want to make it really practical. Why isn't the church more victorious? Mm -hmm. Why aren't more lives being saved? Why are we um, not really empowered or feel that we're empowered to give it away and make it an impact? Our pastors are are trained. They're praying. The churches are active. We want to um, 
build church, have new sites, and that's happening all over um, the country. And yet there's a there's an empathy and a, a complacency, and the power of that's in us through faith and forgiveness through the Lord Jesus Christ wants to bring revival and a new strength. Not mm-hmm. only starting with the home, starting mm-hmm. with the home and with your children, starting with the church and the church that you attend, and the priority of being a part of an active church mm-hmm. that God has established for us. Do not forsake the assembly. That should be the first thing we think about on Sunday morning, Amen. is get in the church and be with and, and encouraging. So we have so many more things we want to say. We're going to talk about, too, the, the being empowered and the guarantees that God has for us. And you already know this. We're not giving you new revelation or rocket science here. We're giving you a refreshment of being able to put feet and mouth together because of the guarantees and the personal relationship that we have for Jesus Christ. We'll be right back as soon as we hear from our endorsing sponsors. Hope gives meaning to life. It's a strong and confident expectation we have as believers. Operation Exodus USA is a Christian organization that exists to provide that same kind of hope to Jewish people who want to immigrate to Israel. According to God's word, he has a plan, purpose, and promise to every Jewish person to return to their ancestral homeland, and we are called to help their return. Operation Exodus USA stays true to God's word. Their purpose is to assist Jewish people who want to move to Israel and to encourage Christians like us to help. Through their ministry, Operation Exodus USA has helped tens of thousands of Jewish people return to their homeland. You can play a vital role in providing hope to Jewish people right here in the Western New York area by being a prayer partner and by making a donation. Just visit OperationExodusUSA.org or call 877-633-7613. Operation Exodus USA, from hope to home. Hi, I'm Dr. Michael Boz of Boz Family Chiropractic in North Tonawanda. Do you suffer with neck, back, or leg pain, neuropathy, numbness, or migraines? I can help you find relief. Even if you suffered with discomfort for years, I can develop a tailor-made game plan to help you get back to living the abundant life. On today's Living Hope, Linda and her guests are experts at helping us find spiritual hope through godly principles. The same God designed and built your body, so let me help you get it back in working order. Call for your appointment at Boz Family Chiropractic today, 716-693-0556. That's 716-693-0556. All right, gift giver, the regular gifting season is over. You made it to the postseason and the party is on the line. It's fourth and long, the clock is ticking down, and you're down by one gift. What are you going to do? Oh, you know what you're going to do. You're heading to the Bender Zone, the custom laser engraving section of Bender's Christian Store, because they've got plaques, frames, mugs, crosses, pens, crystal votive holders, cutting boards, lazy Susans, and an engraving staff that ain't so lazy. Uh, nor are they named Susan, but I digress. Yes, beautiful custom engraved gifts where almost all engraving requests are already included in the price. Why a custom laser engraved gift? Because they look great, they're personal, and they become a treasured keepsake for years to come. A total gifting win! So, get into Bender's Christian Store for that special gift win. They're easy to get to at 8550 Sheridan Drive in Williamsville, just a mile east of transit. And watch while they laser it for you. Or call ahead at 716-633-5757 to schedule an appointment to get it done. Or even find them on Facebook to see some examples of their work. The custom laser engraving department at Bender's Christian Store. Why? Because it's all about that moment. When they open the gift and you hear, (gasps) It's perfect! Gifting win! 
helping you find balance in life. Here's today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Welcome back. We're so glad that you are with us today. Just want to remind you that this program is being um, on Facebook Live right now. And also, we're going to have it in our archives, Today's Living Hope. The file will be taken over, and in a few days, uh, you'll be able to pick it up again and listen to it again. And um, Damaris and I are having full conversations while you're (laughs) listening to our endorsing sponsors, just because, you know what, we've all struggled at being a Christian. Right, no doubt. You know, in our our times of growth and learning meditation, and I've had a lot of people ask me, well, how do you get to the point of where you are? And I say, oh, my goodness, can I explain that? It takes time. It, oh, I mean, it, it, it being in the Word. Right. It's just how God moves us and directs us and pulls us by the Holy Spirit. And I really, and I would say that I think a part of growth is going through the frustrations of yes. our faith. I remember there was a time, Linda, where, 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 as we were just talking, things weren't exactly working the way I wanted them to work. I was doing everything that I thought I was supposed to do so much. So I, I picked my Bible up and I almost threw it against the wall. And I was so frustrated. I'm like, God, this is not, I'm, I'm reading this and I'm reading this, but I'm not seeing the manifestation of it in my life. Well, as you just said, it takes time. It's a process. Mm. You know, God is not, he's not in a, a hundred yard dash. You know, he's, he's running a marathon with you. He's, a, he's mm. about, yes, he's he already is. seen the end. And now he's going back to the beginning and taking you through the process, which is a word that a lot of us as believers don't want to hear. Process of becoming who you are and part of that frustration is as we read what we read as we see your life and his life and her life and we see the successes of their life not really knowing what's going on behind the scenes we then say we want that right now well you know what god is about building your character god is about transformation 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 means you got to change the way you think it says we be we are transformed by the renewing you you will never have true transformation unless you start to think like god thinks now, uh, I know that's uh, no, brain. absolutely. Because in my healing journey class, well, well, a lady well, well, says, I have a headache. My, he's turning my brain around, <laughs> you know, from from the old to the new. And he said, I'm confused. And I said, well, you're in the process of the turn. Well, but, but but Linda, folks will tell us we can't think like God. Religion says, well, you don't know what God thoughts are high enough. Yeah, that was under the old covenant. Under the new covenant, it says we have the mind of Christ. Oh, well, we do because the Holy Spirit indwells right. in us, I the mean, power. We can, we can think the way God thinks about healing, the way God thinks about health, the way God thinks about wealth, the way God thinks about marriage, the way God thinks about raising your children. We can think along the same lines of what God thinks. How? Because we have his word. If you mm-hmm. want to think the thoughts of God, you want to think the thoughts of Jesus, you want to have the mind of Christ, then we have to have our minds have to be renewed or a, we have to have a complete renovation. We have to compartmentalize. And here's how we get practical with it. We have to compartmentalize our lives. And we got to say, okay, what does the word of God says about being married? What does the word of God says about being a husband? What does it say about being a parent? What does it say about being a mother? What does it say about being a daughter? What's my function and what's my responsibility as a son or daughter? So that's how you have to compartmentalize your life and say, okay, I need to hear a word on what it's supposed to be, what it means to be a business owner. I need to hear a word on what it means to be a husband. And you have to then hear that word and hear that word and hear that word to it becomes one with you. And now you live it spontaneously. Now you live it without effort. Now the grace of God is really moving in your life. And now you'll see the, the change and have the impact that God wants us to have. It's a process, as you said before, but it takes time. And it takes effort. It takes intentionality. Oh, no. And um, Well, wait, religion will tell us to sit back and God going to deal with it. Well, the, that's why some people say, well, well, okay, I've prayed. Why isn't God taking care of this? Because you got to keep going. You well, and you and you got a responsibility to your part right. in the transformation. Right. If you wanna, if you wanna speed up your belief system, mm-hmm. walk in obedience to Him. I love how you said that. Belief system. That's a belief system. system. Right. 
It's, it's line upon line. Yes. Precept upon precept. precept. It's not just because I believe one time over here, I ain't got to keep believing over here. <laughs> it's line, but but I'm, I'm telling you yeah. what I get all the time. I get people calling me all the time I know. and asking me these questions. They think that it's, they, they don't understand that it's a system. We systematically believe our way into the righteousness of God, into the blessing of God, into the empowerment of God. We believe our way into those things by systematically building us, building our belief system so much so that it, it just bursts, it explodes, it catapults us into where this God wants us to be. It, it's like, it's like I remember T.D. Jakes sharing his testimony. He was like, what people don't understand, they think he became an overnight sensation. He says, no way. He rebuked people for saying that. Yep. He put years upon years upon years and layers upon layers of building his faith and building his belief system to the point to where one day, the Bible says, though he come, though he tarry, yet shall he come speedily. One day you're working, you're building, you're working, you're building, you're working, you're building. Then all of a sudden, a good friend of mine, Eric Thomas, who was, uh, he's one of the, the world's leading motivational speakers. What people don't know is he's a pastor of a church. Well, he talked about how he was on YouTube for nine years, seven years, eight years. Then one day, one person heard a message. One person. Thousands of people heard his messages prior to that. But one person heard his message. And next thing you know, he went viral. He went viral. So you're building your laying foundation. You're building your laying foundation. Next thing you know, somebody will see something you do. And they'll want to do something with you. They want to do something mm. for you. And it'll bring you to the forefront. The Bible says your gift maketh room for you and brings you into your greatness. As you learn to operate in your gift at whatever level you're on, you operate in it. You continue to operate in it. You be faithful to operate in it. One day, one day, rest assured in this, God's going to open a door. Somebody's going to see you. And boom, you'll mm, be there. Yes, and we our phone lines are open. If you want to make a comment or if you want to ask a question of Damaris, uh, and we are here to encourage you, to give you hope. That's what today's Living Hope is all about. How are we to make it in 2019 and, and beyond into the future, not only with our families, but the church as a whole and the power of the church. And then uh, back to us um, intimately with our own personal relationship. And I thought really part three was going to be out of sync and it should have been maybe first. I'm seeing why God had me do it that way as we next week talk about that intimacy of how to to go about that. One of the things of yielding your life to Christ and him being the Lord of your life is to intentionally say, I'm going to be a lifelong learner of Jesus Christ and be in the word. And he sanctifies us, set us apart from ourselves until the day that he takes us home. We're going to take another uh, break with our endorsing sponsors. And um, if you live in the Canadian area, in the Oakville area, if you need an employment attorney, there is none better who loves Jesus and knows their stuff and been practicing for many years than Leslie Smith. A few scriptures on your desk, maybe a picture on the wall. Coworkers see you pray before eating lunch. Some conversations are about your church. You're not shy about your faith, and you're proud to call yourself a believer. At the same time, you don't shove God in anyone's face. You respect those around you. But one day when you offered to pray for a coworker, you didn't expect the kind of reaction you got from your company. Next thing you know, you were fired. Hi, I'm Leslie Smith. I'm an employment lawyer here in Canada for 30 years. It's hard to believe something like that could happen at work, but it does. The Bible talks about how we as Christians will be persecuted for his name's sake. We're living in a time where that's happening everywhere, even on the job. But that doesn't mean we can't stand up for what is right. If you've been wrongfully terminated and believe it's because of your faith, please call me. Together, we'll go over your case step-by-step and decide what course of action is best for you. Call me today at 905-257-7714.
Have you or someone you care about been believing lies from the enemy? Or have you been beat up by the world? Or even worse, are you your own worst enemy? Lies that tell you that you aren't worth help, that you are alone, or that no one cares. There is care right here in Western New York. In His Name Outreach is a safe, welcoming place for you. An environment of friendly, compassionate folks equipped to help you or those you love. In His Name Outreach is a nonprofit, faith-based resource with 20 years experience. They offer counseling services for every situation. They can also help the person who is struggling with recovery, providing support for you and the family. Donna Potter and her team of qualified counselors have the tools you need. Recognized by their peers for excellence in services, they provide counseling, recovery coaches, family services, support groups, church programs, and community outreach. Thinking of becoming a recovery coach? They have dynamic classes available for you. Come check out their new location with easy access and plenty of parking at 576 Dick Road in Depew next to the City Mission Thrift Store. Call 464-3681 or online at ihno.org. Hey, we're in this life together. Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, welcome back. We're having a great time here um, just talking about the church and how to encourage you as the church to be a part of um, just that empowerment of knowing who Christ is. We talked about his grace and his mercy in our life and the fact that we are already forgiven. So why are we struggling with that? By forgiving ourselves and just to, to know that he is about us in the transformation of us. Um, while we were um, having the endorsing sponsor time, Damaris and I was talking about in our class a couple of weeks ago, uh, one, body, one of the gals said, hey, you know what? I think we've been lazy <laughs> thinkers right. that we've kept it as a religion, but as a rela- relationship, it's now a lifestyle of belief um, that we have come into um, that is ongoing and gives you excitement to be in the Word. I oh want to be in the Word of God. Well, I think you said something prior to us going off air, Linda, that I wanted to uh, amplify. And you say it so subtly, I think it can be overlooked, but you talked about being a lifelong learner. Yes. Well, one of the things I have my, my folks confess and my church family confess on a regular basis is, why do you come? I come to church to learn. See, one of the greatest challenges is we don't even know why, we, why we're supposed to go to the service. When the church was first established, they went around the disciples so that they can learn the word of God. It's, it's always happened that the, the, a learner mm. is one who's, who will discipline themselves to, to gather in the necessary information in order to live the life that they're supposed to live. We are called to be lifetime learners. It takes a lifetime for us to learn who we are, what God has called us to do, what God has already given us. It's a learning of why we go to the service. You come to learn. You come to learn. You come to be encouraged. The church is to to exhort each other, to encourage each other, to listen to the word of God and learn from that. And, um, and yet there is a time that you have to take total responsibility of your part saying the things you dig out of scripture for yourself the things that you learn through discipleship or circumstances in your belief system, when you've got it and you've grabbed it, which is what I think is so cool about the class I teach on Wednesday night and um, how strong it is in the scriptures, when you discover it as your wow moment, you don't forget it. Right. Now, I go to church to enhance that. I take notes every Sunday. Right. And you want to add on to that. But you'll forget that. Right. You if know, you further right. down. Line. But it is part of that system of transformation right. and sanctification as um, as God uh, directs us mm-hmm. um, for for the future. And yet we also know we, we want to know that his promises are true. We want to know the guarantees that he has for us. Right. Well, and again, I mean, you know, outside of you 
you know, uh, studying the word for yourself, you have to have, um, you know, somebody in your life. And I'm not just talking about pastor. Yes. I'm talking about somebody in your life that you can be accountable to, somebody in your life mm. who, who, can, who can help bring understanding. Because remember, and that's another aspect of it, part of learning, the Bible says wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get it. And with all you're getting, get an understanding. It's not enough to say, well, I heard brother so-and-so preach this morning. The Bible says faith cometh by hearing, not having heard. You have to hear it over and over and over again. And nobody, nobody can cause the word to register on your spirit and in your heart more than your voice. It's been scientifically proven. When you say something, it has a greater impact on you, on your psyche, on your soul, on your emotions than when you hear it from an outside source. Oh, you need to hear yourself on Sunday morning in the hallways, the bathroom, whatever. What has God been doing in your life today? And talk about him and the Mm -hmm. answers that you had Mm -hmm. or how much you're relying on him or some of the discoveries. When you talk to someone and share them, you're giving them hope and encouragement Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. them to keep on, to trust him Mm -hmm. and to go deeper with him. For yourself, even talking, we're talking back and forth uh, mm-hmm. Here we feel the vibration. Oh, amen! And, no and, doubt about and, it. You know, you, you're just striking something inside yeah, and you're causing and something it, to come alive. And yeah. It, yeah, and it's going to our soul, so it's making the roots of faith grow right. deeper. Right, and that's what it's all about. That's what it really comes down. That's what the faith life is is, uh, is all about. When the Lord gave me that concept of the faith life, that's that's what it comes down to. It's it's getting yourself uh, deeply rooted into and entrenched into the things that God has already done for us. The the the, the promises of God, the 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 assurances that He's given us, the righteousness of God, the wisdom of God, the acceptance of God, the all of those things, the assurances of those things mm. can only come by hearing them. Too often, though, we're hearing the opposite. And, and, and Linda, the, 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 the uh, design of today's show is about how we're going to have impact. And un- I say unfortunately, but, you know, for lack of a better word, but until, until we um, uh, generationally, you know, make some changes. Mm-hmm. And I know we discussed off air. We, we don't want to come across as being negative. But the reality of the matter is we are where we are. We either have an impact or not have an impact as a church that it, it, it is what it is. We, we are here. But I believe God wants us to go further. God wants us to go higher. God wants us to get deeper. And so if in order do to that, go higher, we must go deeper. You got to go deeper. The, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords that is coming back one day to get us was born in a manger. Oh my and goodness. has God had him come mm-hmm. as low as he could in mm-hmm. humility when everybody else was looking for a king mm. and God sent a babe. God raised him up, though. Raised him he up. Raised him up. See, raised and, him up. And, 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 and I he love wants to, talk to about raise that. the church. Oh, I love to talk about. He started off low, but he, he finished did. high. He finished high. You may start off low. You may start off sweeping the floors. You may start off cleaning the toilets. You may start off washing, washing the windows. But you may end up owning the company. God wants you to be an owner of the company, but you have to, you have to go through the process. Yes. You have to allow the the anointing to develop. You have to now uh, allow the, um, the the grace to develop in your life so that you're able now to handle. I once heard a, a preacher say this, and it blessed my soul. When I was first got saved, he said it takes a very grounded and spiritual person to handle just a little bit of the blessing of God that God and the wealth mm-hmm. that God has for you. It takes us being grounded first. God is about developing our character first. He's about building us up as people first. He's about making you a, a, a man or a woman of love first. It's all about love. God is about love. When, if you don't know love, you can't know God. If you don't know love, you can't walk by faith. If you don't know love, you can't have hope. It all starts with love. He's about building you up and making you a, 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 a living, walking love machine. 
He wants you to love. Once you love, then you can have hope. Once you have hope, now you can have faith. Now once you have faith, now you can have an impact. And that's really what we're talking about, having mm, an impact amen, on society. Amen, amen. And um, that's encouraging to us. That gives us hope for today. Mm-hmm. That gives us hope for tomorrow. That gives us hope for our kids mm-hmm. as we raise them to be disciples, as we become a discipler, and that we have to give away what we know. We have to bring others in. We have to care about the neighbors and pray for them that don't know Jesus. We have to show that love, but at the same time, we don't have to be um, compromised right, right. in our truth. Well, uh, uh, it's interesting you say that. Uh, when you really experience, when you experience salvation, when you experience faith, I mean, there is no, you don't have to compromise. I think the compromise comes in when, is when we get religious. See, ah, God is so, yes. it's so, it's so, it's so fluid. It's so alive. It's so, it's so non-religious <laughs> that I don't, I, I can hang out with you and you don't even have to be saved. Listen, one of, uh, this may sound strange, but I used to train, I used to train athletes and I used to train a uh, general population. And one of, one of my, one of my most enjoyable clients was a homosexual. He was gay, but he, he, I, I loved him. Anyway. I, I told him, listen, I don't agree with your lifestyle, but I love you anyway. Mm-hmm. And we would just have a good time. He'd be working out, and you know we had our boundaries, but but you don't have to you don't have to be religious and oh I can't train him. No, I'm called no. to love him, and I'm fully believing that one day mm-hmm. he's gonna give his heart to the Lord. He's gonna leave that lifestyle, and he's gonna be worshiping God because I would be who I am. See, when you are who you are, ain't no compromise. When you are, when you, if you fully embrace the gospel, you don't have to compromise. You can be, they can be involved in whatever they want to be involved in. I'm a man of love. And I'm a man of faith. Your your character and your stand and your favor, which God says in the scriptures, is an aroma that is put out in his presence. People always say, who can I share Christ with? Actually, Christ will bring people to you for you to share. Listen, it's all I in love, the being. It's all in the being. Linda, I love I don't even tell people I'm pastor church. I don't even tell I don't even like to tell people about it. One day then one day the opportunity come and they'll say, I knew it was something there. Well there, there you go. There you have it. Wonderful, wonderful. This is a great conversation, and uh, I see your phone line blinking. Do we have a call, Joel? Uh, okay, not yet, he says. Okay, so it's time to take a break for our endorsing sponsor, and I'm so thankful for each one of them. We would not be on the air without them and without the kindness and the love of your heart as you send in donations to today's Living Hope. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. Don't go away. All right, gift giver, the regular gifting season is over. You made it to the postseason, and the party is on the line. It's fourth and long, the clock is ticking down, and you're down by one gift. What are you going to do? Oh, you know what you're going to do. You're heading to the Bender Zone, the custom laser engraving section of Bender's Christian Store, because they've got plaques, frames, mugs, crosses, pens, crystal votive holders, cutting boards, lazy Susans, and an engraving staff that ain't so lazy. Uh, nor the name Susan, but I digress. Yes, beautiful custom engraved gifts where almost all engraving requests are already included in the price. Why a custom laser engraved gift? Because they look great, they're personal, and they become a treasured keepsake for years to come. A total gifting win! So, get into Bender's Christian Store for that special gift win. They're easy to get to at 8550 Sheridan Drive in Williamsville, just a mile east of transit. And watch while they laser it for you. Or call ahead at 716-633-5757 to schedule an appointment to get it done. Or even find them on Facebook to see some examples of their work. The custom laser engraving department at Bender's Christian Store. Why? Because it's all about that moment. When they open the gift and you hear, (gasps) It's perfect! Gifting win! 
Hope gives meaning to life. It's a strong and confident expectation we have as believers. Operation Exodus USA is a Christian organization that exists to provide that same kind of hope to Jewish people who want to immigrate to Israel. According to God's word, he has a plan, purpose, and promise to every Jewish person to return to their ancestral homeland, and we are called to help their return. Operation Exodus USA stays true to God's word. Their purpose is to assist Jewish people who want to move to Israel and to encourage Christians like us to help. Through their ministry, Operation Exodus USA has helped tens of thousands of Jewish people return to their homeland. You can play a vital role in providing hope to Jewish people right here in the Western New York area by being a prayer partner and by making a donation. Just visit OperationExodusUSA.org or call 877-633-7613. Operation Exodus USA, from hope to home. Walking with you through the trials of everyday life. It's Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, welcome back. We are talking about how the church can be empowered for the future. Not only 2019, but also for the future as we walk in that. And what does that mean? Uh, I know we, uh, Joel is in the booth. He's talking to someone on the phone. And um, we'll have our, our music go down just a little bit here and so we can continue our conversation and um, we want to also talk as we would, we always are talking while you're listening to right. our endorsing sponsors <laughs> and um, how to keep on, how to keep on right. keeping on. Right. And uh, people have always asked, well, when are you going to, when are you going to retire? When are you going to not do anything anymore and go off and travel or whatever? And I think with Jesus Retirement, Christ, what's that? What's that? Yeah. I, you know, I don't think we're ever supposed to retire. No, we're we're supposed, always we're supposed, supposed to, right. to keep, keep on that um, beautiful right. walk and encourage other people to come into the kingdom and be an example. And so for those that are out there listening and saying, oh, man, I believe everything you say. I am with you. But I have to say, I'm weary. Yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I, it's like I've gone down the road and obstacles of whether it's been in ministry or people not wanting to hear about Christ or just whatever your obstacle is, it's like you're going down the road of life and and you really want to be what all Christ wants you to be. And you feel like all kinds of obstacles are just flying in your face, whether Mm -hmm. it's circumstances, family or or whatever. Mm -hmm. How do we keep on keeping well as his church for the future? Well, I know one of the things that came to me as we were um, going forth over the radio was uh, I sensed that there's a, there is a, um, a desire to quit. Uh, one of the greatest um, enemies that we have of our faith is giving up too soon. Uh, the scripture tells us to not be weary in well-doing for in due season. So one of the ways that we, mm-hmm. we keep going forward is to know that there is a due season ahead. We have to believe that one day mm-hmm. my time is going to come. One day I'm going to break through this particular hurdle. One day I'm going to overcome this obstacle. So we have to know that there is a due season when the farmer plants his seed way back, back. in the fall. He knows that there's a harvest coming. Yes. When he amen. gets tired, when he gets hard, when he don't feel like it, when it's hot, when the plow breaks down, when the horse don't move, when all of these things and all the machinery break. He got he keep continues to go forward because he knows that due season is coming. It is seed, time, harvest. harvest. It's a process. Yes. So one of the ways that we to keep we're to keep going so that we can have the impact we want to have 
Linda, is by knowing and believing in your due season. So, so now we're, we're back to that faith thing. Oh, my goodness. We can't escape it. We can't escape it. My husband would always tell our son the difference between success and failure. It's only 10 more minutes. It could be 10 minutes. It, I, you I know, love, it's, love, that, it's that close, it's that, that close. due season. There's a, there's a meme that's out uh, that I saw posted where there was, there was two guys digging a tunnel and one guy was broken through already, and the, and the other guy had one more strike of the axe before he broke through the wall, and he quit. And that's oh. what happens to us a lot of times because things get tough. And I'm not saying things don't get tough. Things can get tough. Things going to get hard. You're going to be tired. You ain't going to feel like it. But, but somehow you have to find a way to press through. We press through the, the, the woman with the issue of blood. The, blood. the Bible says she pressed through the crowd. And really, really, what she did, she put her life on the line, Linda. Because technically, she was supposed to be screaming, unclean, unclean, unclean. And if she touched anybody, they could require her to be stoned. Her life was put on the line. So we press, we press our way through. We got to be willing to suffer loss and, at times. Uh, yes. And sometimes we are such strong-willed people, even in our doing and ministry, we need to say, I'm going to finish well. And I'm not, I'm not going to quit and be right. discouraged, even when we feel like we are alone. <laughs> How do you think Jesus felt? He was totally alone. And he he asked his father three times, if this can pass, please. And then he walked totally in, in obedience. I have a friend and we were been doing some youth ministry over the years and some other things. Things got really tough. Some mm-hmm. obstacles really threw in and just some things. And we kind of had the saying to each other when we'd mentor each other. We'd call each other for encouragement mm-hmm. and, and right. for a sounding board. But I would say, hey, Ed, have you been nailed to the cross yet? Right, right, or, right, right. And he would say, Linda, you haven't been nailed to the cross yet. So what are you complaining right, are you about? Complaining about? You know, just keep on going. Listen, whenever we get nailed to the cross, <laughs> we got to have the one what, thing Jesus had. And that is the word of God. Absolutely. He said, thou will not leave my soul in hell. Neither shall thou suffer thy holy one to see corruption. And for us to be able to finish well, we have a new have to have a new fresh revelation from the word oh, of God. And to have that, you've got to be in the word of God. And like you said, w- what we're saying is simple, but you would be surprised I, in, oh. the, in my coaching people in mm. their faith life. How many times I hear people say, but I didn't know that or I don't I didn't believe that. or I didn't know it said that well, we can't walk by faith without having a without reading the Bible. It's just that simple. When, when, you, when you foundationally break it down, we can't live by faith. Jesus lived by faith. I can't emphasize that enough. Jesus went to the, to the garden by faith. He went to the cross by faith. He went to the grave by faith. He was raised to life by faith. He seated at the right hand of the Father by faith, by believing what was written about him. That's the bottom line. See, and he's always preparing us for the next good thing. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a, however he's moving in our life, he also wants us to to live at a deeper level of faith mm-hmm. and obedience. Right. So right. when those things come together, the word of God plus obedience equals blessing. No, no he starts to crack through the hard stuff. <laughs> it's funny you say that. It's, the Bible says, "After you've you done, done the will of God, God, then you shall inherit the promises." But we want we we live that in reverse. We want to inherit the promises and say, "Well, Lord, then I'll do it if you give me this." No. It's after we do what it is the word of God tells us to do. The promises will overtake you. And he says, I will show you the will of God. And at that, that time, it's not it's for you to decide the pros and cons and whether I want to do it or go or whatever. It's a time of obedience to say, yes, Lord. Yeah, my wife teased me all the time, Linda, because I, I live life so spontaneously. It's, it's, she can't. She, do you ever do you ever plan anything out? Yeah, I plan things out, babe. But the, the faith that it's so spontaneous, like you said, God, you don't have to know the, the, the end from the beginning. 
all you know is God has a due season for you. And I'm going to walk this thing out. I'm going to do whatever it is that I'm led to do. And I'm going to follow it out no matter how hard it gets. My due season is coming. And I think that's how we have an impact is to encourage people to mm. continue to go on. When it gets tough, when it gets hard, continue to go on. I use a lot of uh, analogies from the athletic world because of that's my background in my life. But, you know, we start working out. We start planning. We start training for the, for the upcoming season eight months prior to the season. I just in my devotions the other the other day I was reading and was asking God and questioning him about a few things and then Isaiah was saying it was like, hey, I'm making a new path. I'm forgetting the past, mm. but I'm making. It was an, almost like he said, I'm making a new road. Oh, that's beautiful. I'm digging through a mountain, but that's I'm making beautiful. another road. We don't have to know ahead of time. No, we we don't. don't have to know the. You know, I went to Arizona totally on faith. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. husband didn't have a job. We felt the sense. We came here to Buffalo. Didn't even know the salary or anything. We just said yes and felt the spirit said we should be here. And oh, oh my gosh, no, no, somebody great. would want to know the contract. No, no and what but you did was see, again, and all that stuff. You just you said know? something that was that that goes overlooked. But but <laughs> that that's you operate. That's a high level of faith. Yes. The Bible refers to that as great faith. When you when you can live off a word, like 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 the centurion servant. Jesus said. Jesus said, uh, "Come on, let's go to your house." And he said, "No, no, you don't need to come to my house." Just give me a word. Just speak a word. Jesus turned to the boys. He said, man, I ain't seen such great faith like this. When you got a word and you move off that word, you're operating. You're operating in the highest capacity that man can operate in. See, that's what moved God so much about believing. Because when God created Adam, he created Adam to be a a man of faith. He wanted sons in the earth. And when you walk Mm, by faith, mm. when you live by faith, you're living at the highest plane of life that you can live by. And this is not the hype of energy. This is the supernatural power, what I call the third dimension mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Just really caring and taking us. And um, they are, God is in control. And we can say, I'm walking by faith. I know that I know that I've heard. Would and you, I don't have to ha- have the outcome. Right. And it, what you just talked about, you talk about the three dimensions of the yes. anointing. There's the outer court. The inner the court, court and the holy place. You're talking about that holy place anointing. And mm-hmm. that's when you're going to have the impact that God has called us to have. When you're walking in that most holy place anointing where there's a love affair between you and God. There's an intimacy between you and God that cannot be severed. And out of that intimacy comes a knowledge of him and of you that make you unstoppable. Amen. And that's for the church. That's what it's It's not just for the pastors. It's, for every it's not just believer. for the leaders. It's for every person that walks that in the in door. We, we got to We got to know if you're listening. We it's for that. you out there. The that. person who attends church. The person who is struggling. The person who wants to say, Lord, what do I do? All you do is call upon him and cry out to him and say, Lord, be Lord of my life. And I'm coming to you. I want to represent you. And um, the, the church and that power is, that's what made Billy Graham so successful. Mm-hmm. I mean, his message wasn't from simple, uh, simple, right. simple, simple message. Right. But his power, because he right. was in the inner core right. of his intimacy with the father. Right. And the I, inner and I, place. And see, and what we can't do, we can't. I know a lot of people, um, you know, they 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 don't they say negative things about Billy Graham. But Billy Graham was was called to be an evangelist. He was called to lead lead folks to Christ. Mm-hmm. His 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 message wasn't more, but wasn't a discipleship type message. It was get yourself saved, get yourself saved first. And, and that's what he did. And now from there, you have to go on through the discipleship process. But his message was so simple. And the process for discipleship is the same way. It was it was repent and believe. And the discipleship process is the same. You have to you have to believe 
on the scriptures or believe as the scriptures has taught us and then you begin to have your mind renewed things will be changed you can then control the flow we were talking about earlier controlling the flow of the power who's in control of that flow you become a disciple now you're in control of that flow because you've been forgiven one of the greatest examples of forgiveness we can ever look at is in the scripture is in the pro- or what we call the prodigal son but it mm. don't get no worse mm. than him and he was <laughs> yeah, restored <you're> right. fully <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we all been a prodigal oh sometime? <laughs> I mean, Linda, but 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 you look at you look at the anticipation that God oh. has for us to come home, and you see the love affair, and you when you when you enter into that holy place anointing, uh, you'll see and you recognize that I'm in control of the flow of power that God has given me. God has entrusted us with the resurrection life and power that, that Jesus lived with, and and you just have to you have to put yourself in a position where you align things up. And that power will begin to flow based off of what you believe and what you say. Mm, and that is the power of the church, not only for today, but for the future. I want us to have impact, Linda. But if we're going to have impact, we got to believe right. And it is like working as a team, isn't it? Yes. It is for all of us, each individual person that it calls upon his name, that he wants to have us live and be at that level. And that makes us his church. Well, uh, again, to, to, to follow up on that thought. We're an interdependent people. Yes. There's no we such thing as other. independence. If my anointing is going to have an impact on this generation, I need Linda. Yes. If Linda's anointing is going to have an impact on this generation, you need your husband. Yes. We are inter- intimately integrated so that the anointing can flow freely throughout the body of Christ. We are an interdependent people. What you do matters. Listen, what you believe matters to me. Yes. What you believe can affect my life. Absolutely. What we believe as a body of believers can affect the communities that we're in. When we believe right, we live right. When we live right, we do right. When we do right, we have an impact on the community. And we forget that we're brothers and sisters in Christ. Oh, no doubt about it. Yeah. We are brother. You're my brother. Yes. I introduce myself as brother, not pastor. Yeah. I'm brother Damaris. Yeah. Not pastor Damaris. I'm only pastor if you follow me. If you ain't following me, I'll tell this to my folks sitting in the pew. If you ain't following me, I'm not pastor. I'm brother. And I have no problem being brother. The highest title that we have, mm. and you know titles is a problem in the Christendom. Oh, Everybody yeah. want to be a title. We, we, we're making up stuff. We, we want to be on top of the heap. We, we, we're, <laughs> we're, I think doctor was the highest title at one time. But we done came up with something else now. We, be, we want the title, but the highest title that God has given us is brother. Jesus said, I'm not ashamed to call oh. them brethren how can we, how so can we want any other title? i am so excited i hope this program today has excited you as an individual oh, as a goodness. believer for inside the church and that there is hope and just having that renewed motivation or that talk today that we've had we i know a couple of people have called in but they haven't made it clear to, into the program for um several reasons but you know what this this is exactly what we need to hear yeah this yeah. feeds my soul mm-hmm. this Gives me good food, right? No, it's good nourishment. Food. Right, good nourishment to be able to walk by faith and to mm-hmm. encourage our listeners out there. No matter where you are, He loves each one of us equally, unconditionally, and we have that, and that's what is going to make the church strong. We have one more break we need to take, and then I want to come back and talk to Demaris on. Hey, he's got some great things that God mm-hmm. has guided him and helped him in, and. Uh, set some strategies, and we want to know about those uh, so you can know about those and be a part of those. So we're going to take our next break, and um, don't go away. We're going to be back to, to finish up with Damaris Johnson. Then at 2.30, from 2.30 to 3, I will have Deborah Minolte on, and we'll be discussing the covenant that mm. has been made through the Jewish oh. people that is also for us today. Amen. So don't go away. It's been a great, hot, spiritual day. So.
We'll see you in a few minutes. Watching the ball drop with anticipation. A new year means new beginnings, a fresh start, the chance to do things you've always wanted to do. Yep, the new year is going to be a good one. At least that's how you felt on New Year's Eve, days before you got to work, before your boss said he was letting you go. He handed you a severance package and told you to take your personal belongings with you on the way out. Hi, I'm Leslie Smith. Starting the new year on a note like this is devastating. I've been an employment lawyer in Canada for 30 years. In that time, I have reviewed thousands of severance packages. I know what to look for. I know what to question. Let me review your severance package to make sure you get a fair compensation. I'll negotiate with your employer until you receive the amount you deserve because I fight for all my clients. The start of the new year wasn't one to celebrate, but it doesn't have to stay that way. Call me today at 905-257-7714. That's 905-257-7714. Have you or someone you care about been believing lies from the enemy? Or have you been beat up by the world? Or even worse, are you your own worst enemy? Lies that tell you that you aren't worth help, that you are alone, or that no one cares. There is care right here in Western New York. In His Name Outreach is a safe, welcoming place for you. An environment of friendly, compassionate folks equipped to help you or those you love. In His Name Outreach is a nonprofit, faith-based resource with 20 years experience. They offer counseling services for every situation. They can also help the person who is struggling with recovery, providing support for you and the family. Donna Potter and her team of qualified counselors have the tools you need. Recognized by their peers for excellence in services, they provide counseling, recovery coaches, family services, support groups, church programs, and community outreach. Thinking of becoming a recovery coach? They have dynamic classes available for you. Come check out their new location with easy access and plenty of parking at 576 Dick Road in Depew next to the City Mission Thrift Store. Call 464-3681 or online at ihno.org. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Join Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn each Saturday. And uh, just enjoying our time with Damaris Johnson and uh, this time on this segment as we were saying, how can the church be empowered, not only for 2019, but in the future? And I hope this has been a just an encouraging time for you for hope and understanding and that even as we be- when we became um, believers, we didn't have all the answers. Mm-hmm. We were confused. We didn't know. Mm-hmm. We wanted to learn. We had that intentionality. And then God started revealing and putting the pieces of the puzzle together for us to live a stronger life, a victorious life, a peaceful life right. with understanding and a purpose and a plan that he's provided. Amen. So, Damaris, what's going on in your life? Well, I'm, I'm excited about um, what I have planned. And I just uh, got off the phone with... Um, Early this morning with one of my, my computer technicians, and I'm putting together a evaluation system. Uh, when we talk about the life of faith, when the Lord gave me that concept, it, 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 it comprises of several things. And one of the first things it comprises of is discovering who you are in Christ Jesus. Mm. That's the first thing. The second thing is once you find out who you are in Christ Jesus is what God has called you to do. Mm. Now, based upon what God has called you to do, he's given you some unique weaponry is what I like to call it. Some unique weaponry to overcome any obstacle that's before you. And what we call that weaponry is we call that your gift set. So in order to for you to be able to use the weapons to fight by faith um, what you need to fight, you have to know what you've been gifted to do. 
Your gift oh, set absolutely. is critical. Your yes. gift set is critical. Too often we have folks trying to do something that they're not gifted to do, and they're wondering why they don't have success. I once had a young man who was um, gifted musically. I'm talking about uh, when he was three years old, started creating and making and beating on, beating on the top of mama's pots, but was discouraged growing up because that wasn't something they did where he grew up. And so he tried to go off and do some other things. Mm -hmm. But then once he got saved and those those giftings were now re reinvigorated, he came he came into my life and I came into his life and we 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 awakened those giftings. And now he's leading worship all over the world. So the point is, he discovered his gift set. Yes. He perfected his gift set. Now he's out there doing warfare and he's building a kingdom the way God would have them to build it. So. Uh, my computer guys put together an evaluation system, uh, an intro system, an intermediate, and then a, a comprehensive system that helps you to discover the complexities of your gift set. Because you have your mm -hmm. primary gift, your secondary gift, then you have your tertiary gift, and you have a cluster. Gifts come in clusters, but you have your primary. And so we help you to understand that based off the evaluation process that we'll take you through. Then we coach you into uh, perfecting those gifts and what 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 I think is most important and what I love about it is this I I take the use or the functionality out of your gift set I'm talking about of your gift set out of the religious light for example one of the words for if you take the evaluation and you find out you have a prophet of gifting well when you look at all the other gift set analysis that I've looked mm -hmm. at they relegate that gifting to something within the confines of the church but a word, the word in the Hebrew or in the Greek for that word prophecy is the same word for the word poet. So now what God is saying, if you want to use that, take that gift that you have and you and you want to take it into the realm of the kingdom and get it out of the religious mindset. Now you open up a whole new dimension of opportunity when you have a poetic mindset. I'm a poet. If I've been uh, uh, analyzed with the uh, prophetic gifting. I can now do the same thing a poet does. What does a poet do? The poet, a poet looks at something and then he's able to articulate it in his own way via writings, via music, via via uh, audible uh, declaration. A poet opens up a whole mm. new aspect of what that gift set can be used because that gift is used to create to help you create wealth as well as to be a servant. So we put together a system that's going to help you not only to discover what that gift set is, but to perfect it and then know where to applicate it for your life. Everybody whose gift is not called to serve in the church. Your gift set is not only to be used in, in the service, it's to be used to build the kingdom. I call it the ministry of the saints. A absolutely, and it can be inside the church or outside or the church. Or outside the church, or both. Or both, or both. but it, it really needs to be developed exercised and then set free i think that's powerful then i'm a coach by nature yes but i'm a pastor sure. and i coach athletes and i do a lot of things with my car coach basketball coach football i'm a i'm, I'm, I'm a gifted i'm gifted to teach i teach by mm -hmm. nature but i mm -hmm. can use that gifting in and from the pulpit to the radio show to coaching athletes basketball but the teaching gift is what God has given mm. me to break forth and have an impact. And yeah, and the definition of pastor is also shepherd. shepherd. There's teaching pastors and then there's shepherding pastors. Right. Those are the ones that come along one among mm -hmm. and can and, and make an make an impact. Some can just teach and preach and mm -hmm. that's their giftedness and that's yours is shepherding, pastoring, coaching and, right. and developing. You, you look Amen. at the, the administration gift. Folks think that means you're supposed to be a church secretary. 
That ain't what that means. Oh, no. I started as a church secretary even right. after a career in government. But they limited And now that. I'm an ordained pastor right. and well, just well, doing well, no, all kinds can, of things. Oh, my Linda, gosh. You can take that administrative gifting and create yourself a, a, a whole business around it. Mm. So we get into those things. And so I'm excited about being able to do that and help help young people and, and people of all ages discover what it is and put them on a path where they can, one, have an impact, they can be servant, and they can create wealth for their life. Amen. Amen. What's the website? DamarisJohnson.com. Okay. Go to DamarisJohnson.com. Um, the test is right on the, is right on the um, website. You can take it. It'll take you five minutes, and then we can, can get deeper into mm-hmm. what it is God is If they want to send you an email or talk to you. Uh, you can go to DamarisJohnson.com. Okay. Demers, it's all right email. there. You can send an email, right get in touch with Demers you. Johnson, DamarisJohnson.com, and everything's there you, you can possibly need. Oh, amen, amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we close this time, and it's been an, an hour and a half. Yeah. It, just talking about these and power. It's just flown by. Damaris, would you pray for us? Yes, I will. Yes, I will. We have about three minutes. Lord, I want to I want to um, especially pray for um, those who who frustrated. You know, um, I, I've been there. I know what it's like. Uh, you've been saved for some time. Uh, you've given yourself to, you know, as best as you know how to seek first the kingdom mm-hmm. of God. Uh, but things just haven't um, gone the way you would want them to go, uh, gone the way you've expected them to go. So I just want to pray um something that jesus prayed and it, it, it you marvel at it when peter was about mm. to go through one of the, the horrific moments of his life his denial uh, jesus said simon simon satan had desired to have you that he might sift you he said but i've prayed for you and what was very interesting what 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 jesus prayed he prayed that peter's faith would not fail him mm. he said peter when you going through everything you're going through keep on believing in my love for you keep on believing in my forgiveness for mm. you so I want to pray that everybody who's listening, who's frustrated, who's struggling, who's going through whatever it is you're going through, I'm going to pray that your faith does not fail you, that you will continue to believe God through whatever it is you got to believe him through. So, Father, I just thank you right now for all those who are hearing and listening, who've dedicated themselves, who've committed themselves to seeking first the kingdom of God and your righteousness. We pray that their faith will not fail them as they go through this trial, as they go through this tribulation, that their faith would prevail, that what mm. they believe about you, what they believe, they believe in your forgiveness, they believe in your love, they believe in your mm. hope, they believe mm. in your righteousness, they believe in all those things that you've given us, that their faith will not fail them and they will bounce back and they will overcome and they'll break mm. through whatever barrier that's before mm. them. Father, I thank you. Holy Spirit, I thank you for moving upon their lives in Jesus' name. Mm. Amen. amen. Oh, amen. amen. Lord, I just pray that you would continue to bring favor upon Damaris Johnson yes, and Lord. everything he puts his hand upon because of his love for you, that you will expand his territory yes, Lord. with Thank favor you. to reach many people for your kingdom. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Hey, you're listening to Today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn, and my guest, Damaris Johnson. We're going to make take a short break, and then we're going to welcome... Uh, our next guest, which will be uh, Deborah Minolti from Operation Exodus, and we're going to be talking about the covenant Praise and God. just just exciting things of how solid we are in him. Don't go away. We're going to be right back. This is your spiritual day. So don't go away. We'll be right back. 
All right, gift giver, the regular gifting season is over. You made it to the postseason, and the party is on the line. It's fourth and long, the clock is ticking down, and you're down by one gift. What are you going to do? Oh, you know what you're going to do. You're heading to the Bender Zone, the custom laser engraving section of Bender's Christian Store, because they've got plaques, frames, mugs, crosses, pens, crystal votive holders, cutting boards, lazy Susans, and an engraving staff that ain't so lazy. Uh, nor the name Susan, but I digress. Yes, beautiful custom engraved gifts where almost all engraving requests are already included in the price. Why a custom laser engraved gift? Because they look great, they're personal, and they become a treasured keepsake for years to come. A total gifting win! So, get into Bender's Christian Store for that special gift win. They're easy to get to at 8550 Sheridan Drive in Williamsville, just a mile east of transit, and watch while they laser it for you. Or call ahead at 716-633-5757 to schedule an appointment to get it done. Or even find them on Facebook to see some examples of their work. The custom laser engraving department at Bender's Christian Store. Why? Because it's all about that moment. When they open the gift and you hear, <gasps> It's perfect! Gifting win! Today's Living Hope has been a blessing to you and so many WDCX listeners. Host Linda Penn is here for you as she continues to bring you the best in conversation every Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. to help you find hope to fulfill your purpose and destiny for living. You've grown in your spiritual walk with the Lord and want to support the efforts of this incredible ministry. Learn more about how you can become a sponsor or advertising partner today. If you are a business or individual, you can donate to Today's Living Hope nonprofit organization. All donations are tax deductible. Email lindapenn at todayslivinghope.com or call 716-906-4620. Today's Living Hope, empowering people with purpose and destiny. Hope gives meaning to life. It's a strong and confident expectation we have as believers. Operation Exodus USA is a Christian organization that exists to provide that same kind of hope to Jewish people who want to immigrate to Israel. According to God's word, he has a plan, purpose, and promise to every Jewish person to return to their ancestral homeland, and we are called to help their return. Operation Exodus USA stays true to God's word. Their purpose is to assist Jewish people who want to move to Israel and to encourage Christians like us to help. Through their ministry, Operation Exodus USA has helped tens of thousands of Jewish people return to their homeland. You can play a vital role in providing hope to Jewish people right here in the Western New York area by being a prayer partner and by making a donation. Just visit OperationExodusUSA.org or call 877-633-7613. Operation Exodus USA, from hope to home empowering you to minister to your world. Here's today's Living Hope. Hey, we're so glad that you have been with us today. I'm telling you, Damaris Johnson is an impactful man because of his love for Jesus Christ. It's always exciting for me to have him on the air. And you may be thinking, how can I go deeper? Well, I want you to know, we're going to talk about that next week and the intimacy of the Father, of how we are ourselves growing in that intimacy, maybe to have uh, devotions, how to go deeper, how to do an inductive, how to have intimacy with the Father because that is our source and our our strength for our future, for our families, for the church, and for the future of where we're headed as until the Lord returns. So we just are so thankful. Hey, check out the Bible studies, the winter Bible studies that have just been released at Bender's. Uh, You can go on my website, todayslivinghope.com, and see those and sign up for those. They start the week of the 29th of January. 
And some of them are six weeks, some of them are 10 weeks. And of course, we have the Healing Journey class that is not open right now, but we'll do another one in October. Also, I want you to, to know that there is a simulcast coming that um, Today's Living Hope is sponsoring. You can go to the website, Western New York, WNY, Today's Living Hope, dot if, I-F, local, L-O-C-A-L, dot com, and get all the information. People are registering already. Speakers will be out by February the 2nd. The date of this is March the 2nd. So um, I can take up to 150 women. So just uh, be aware of that. It's going to be a good time. We're going to provide lunch. And um, it's kind of going to be like um, uh, women of faith, but in your local environment yourself. So don't have to go far. The the price is really reasonable. It's one day. It will be Saturday. And I think you're going to really enjoy it. Well-known speakers and speakers that God has laid on people's heart and gathering 2019 to come and be a part of us so just know those things are 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 coming up hey operation exodus because why because everything that has come out of the jewish heritage history the covenant has been for us released to the gentiles and it's part of our foundation so this has kind of been a spiritual two hours of background understanding scripture with encouragement of where we stand to give you today's living hope so welcome deborah how are you good afternoon linda <laughs> isn't it just a good time to be it alive is. This, the show is great today it it's just, just wonderful. you know we just god uh it's just different every week that's what i like about doing today's living hope that it is different it's about different topics and um had some other things coming up in the future so just you just have to tune in on saturdays from one to three or look at the facebook pages i have two facebook pages linda penn and today's living hope and you can always go to the website todayslivinghope.com because we do bible studies seminars uh, so many other things and a radio program counseling and consulting so if you want to get a hold of me you can call 716-906-4620 but today deborah Genesis seventeen seven. We're talking about covenant. Yes. And how important that is. It's crucial when God speaks of covenant. What does a covenant really mean? I mean the, one of the Hebrew, I would say, definitions of covenant is cut. Mm. It's really important how an, it, it's a solemn oath in ancient times. It was a solemn oath when two people, two parties, would come together and, and cut an animal and walk between the animal. And it was a sacrifice, but it was also a witness. And it was a solemn oath between each party that they would pledge whatever whatever the agreement was, that they would make a pledge. And that was binding. It was very binding back then. Well, and it, we're finding out for even us today, it's a forever mm-hmm. covenant. It's a forever covenant. It doesn't expire. <laughs> this one with Israel with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob mm-hmm. is an everlasting covenant. Mm-hmm. There are other covenants that are conditional. But this covenant with Abram was not conditional. And that's why if you have your devotion, God keeps covenant, please call the office and we'll get you one. But we are on the second day of that covenant. And mm-hmm. it talks about the everlasting covenant and how important that we understand the everlasting covenant. And if you go into Genesis 15, and it talks about where God himself put Abram into a deep sleep. Mm. 
a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he spoke to Abram and told him he would give him a land, an everlasting place for the Jewish people to dwell. And then God himself with the burning pot. Mm-hmm. You know, Abram cut the animals. He yes. laid them out. Then he went into a deep sleep. He spoke to Abram. So when you say a deep sleep, it's almost, um, if you look it up, it's almost, it was paralyzing. He, Abram could not actually become part of this covenant that God was saying. He only could hear because it was God himself who walked between those animals, the cut animals of the sacrifice. It was, it was said it was a burning pot and a torch that walked between those, that covenant, God himself. So Abram wasn't even able to participate in it. That's how deep and rich this covenant God made with him. And how complete it was. It didn't take anything on a human's part to participate except their willingness to be in submission to this. But this was a full forever covenant from God mm-hmm. to Abraham in the nation that was coming. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Amen. And so to understand that that depth, and then all of the things we see happening to Israel, even through now, is almost the, I would say, action steps to God's covenant. The nation re- being scattered as he, they had to be because they did break some covenants. The restoration of Israel, the land that's being contested even right now. And so that um, it's important, as I said, that God himself, God Almighty, made a covenant with Abraham that was to last forever. It was by God's choice. That's yes. interesting. He did not, you know, Abram didn't go to God and say, will you make a covenant with me? I want to live somewhere. I want a place for my family. It was God's initiation. And that's so important to understand that. He was, he was always reaching out to man in restoration. And so we may think that Israel, in our day of equality, why is God choosing Israel over anybody else? What is so special? But if you think of the function of Israel, if you look at it in that mm-hmm. way, instead of one nation better than the other. Now, there is no doubt that God says Israel is the iris of his eye. Mm-hmm. He put his name in the land. He chose Israel and the Jewish people for a function. So that's really important that we understand the purpose. There's a specific purpose in history for the Jewish people. So as we let's just talk about some of the other scriptures. You Go know what, what came to me, since it was... Um, a covenant that was given totally by God and it was given to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It was one that was forever given and it's one that they could not be released from or they had any control over. Good point. Excellent. Excellent. It was totally from God to Abraham, Mm -hmm. Isaac, and Jacob, which we are part of. We're part of. In the descendants and that it was not, it was also with the privilege of coming to the Gentiles, mm-hmm. the, being able to share Christ, that it wasn't something they could get rid of or have any part to. It was chosen. It was done. It was for o- forever. It was because God is God and we are not. That's right. And even before earlier, God says to Abram, all the, all the peoples, all the nations will be blessed because of you, mm. Abram. Mm. Mm-hmm. So there's so many, like like the God we serve, so many facets of truth in covenant 
in his relationship with us as Gentiles, in his relationship with the Jewish people. And he, he says it over and over again in scriptures. He talks about in Psalm 89:34, I will not violate my covenant or alter what my lips have uttered. He will not. He is not a man that he should lie. He will mm. not violate the covenant that he made with Abram and with the Jewish people. And he, he talks about it over and over again. In Numbers, he reiterates the mm-hmm. facts that I keep my covenant. And so if he keeps his covenant with the Jewish people, he will keep his covenant with you, Linda. He will keep his covenant with me. He will keep his covenant with the Gentiles who have received the Messiah and are grafted into the promises of Israel. So covenant is such a deep it pierces our heart when God says something to me and it's a promise from him. We hold on to that, don't we? Oh, absolutely. And when we're looking for hope and when we're in getting to know him and we're reading the scripture, when we hear a promise, when we hear, if this, then I will, meaning God will, um, as they say, you can take it to the bank. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is to show you that God is who he says he is and in character and attribute, and he does not change his mind. I need to know that today when everything is changing Mm -hmm. so quickly and so desperately and so fast that definitions are not the same as they used to be. Thinking, uh, and I still go back, this has really been stuck in my mind from our healing journey class. The lady says, I think we're all lazy thinkers. And the more I think about that, the more in the understanding of where we are speech spiritually, we're lazy thinkers. We need to know the strength of the covenant that God made way back when is for us today. And that's hopeful. And also to be aware that God has injected himself into the life of humanity. Yes. He has injected himself into what's going on in the world what's going on with the Jewish people, what's going on in the nations. He has injected himself. You can watch the news. You can look at your own family. Oh my gosh. And remember that, that he has injected himself yes. into us. And so you see prayers being answered. You see things not, um, you can see God in the midst mm-hmm. and the protection. And if he has chosen Israel, which he has, and it was up to him, he chose him as a chosen people. And what we're learning about covenant, what it is for us, we have to be able to live by faith, which we were just talking with Damaris Johnson, and that belief, because it gives us an assurance that God will be faithful to us. When we think, the first thing we think is, where's God? It's his fault. Mm -hmm. And that's wrong thinking. There's the everlasting covenants, but then there are also the conditional covenants. Uh, yes. And so for us as believers, we have to remember as God injects himself into our lives, what have we promised him? What part of that conditional covenant as a believer is he asking us to be involved in even mm, deeper? Mm, hold that thought because we need to talk about more about that. And we will take a break and we'll be right back. This is Today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn. And my guest is Deborah Minolti from Operation Exodus, WDCX 99.5 and 970 AM. Don't go away. We'll be right back. We need to answer that question, too.
A few scriptures on your desk, maybe a picture on the wall. Coworkers see you pray before eating lunch. Some conversations are about your church. You're not shy about your faith, and you're proud to call yourself a believer. At the same time, you don't shove God in anyone's face. You respect those around you. But one day when you offered to pray for a coworker, you didn't expect the kind of reaction you got from your company. Next thing you know, you were fired. Hi, I'm Leslie Smith. I'm an employment lawyer here in Canada for 30 years. It's hard to believe something like that could happen at work, but it does. The Bible talks about how we as Christians will be persecuted for his name's sake. We're living in a time where that's happening everywhere, even on the job. But that doesn't mean we can't stand up for what is right. If you've been wrongfully terminated and believe it's because of your faith, please call me. Together, we'll go over your case step by step and decide what course of action is best for you. Call me today at 905-257-7714. Have you or someone you care about been believing lies from the enemy? Or have you been beat up by the world? Or even worse, are you your own worst enemy? Lies that tell you that you aren't worth help, that you are alone, or that no one cares. There is care right here in Western New York. In His Name Outreach is a safe, welcoming place for you, an environment of friendly, compassionate folks equipped to help you or those you love. In His Name Outreach is a nonprofit, faith-based resource with 20 years experience. They offer counseling services for every situation. They can also help the person who is struggling with recovery, providing support for you and the family. Donna Potter and her team of qualified counselors have the tools you need. Recognized by their peers for excellence in services, they provide counseling, recovery coaches, family services, support groups, church programs, and community outreach. Thinking of becoming a recovery coach? They have dynamic classes available for you. Come check out their new location with easy access and plenty of parking at 576 Dick Road in Depew next to the City Mission Thrift Store. Call 464-3681 or online at IHNO.org. Hi, I'm Dr. Michael Boz of Boz Family Chiropractic in North Tonawanda. Do you suffer with neck, back, or leg pain, neuropathy, numbness, or migraines? I can help you find relief. Even if you suffered with discomfort for years, I can develop a tailor-made game plan to help you get back to living the abundant life. On today's Living Hope, Linda and her guests are experts at helping us find spiritual hope through godly principles. The same God designed and built your body, so let me help you get it back in working order. Call for your appointment at Boz Family Chiropractic today. 716-693-0556. That's 716-693-0556. Feel like you're over your head with everyday life? You've come to the right place. It's Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. This has just been a delightful time as we have spent time with uh, Damaris Johnson um, talking about uh, how the church is being prepared in 2019 and for the future and the hope and the motivation and just the encouragement that we have had today. Plus, I now have Deborah Minolti in, in the studio, and we're talking about that forever covenant that God made with uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Um, and it was a one-sided covenant. It wasn't the human, thus humans, or Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob didn't have to do anything for it. He provided totally um, for a covenant, and then for Israel, and then for, because we are from the heritage of Abraham, Isaac, and, and Jacob, what that has meant for us. And actually then, uh, before we went on break, we kind of made the statement that, that actually we are in covenant. Through that covenant, when we have accepted Christ, invited him in, that pledge or that, um, can we classify as that a covenant from our part back to him? Yes, when we accept him, we're accepting a- absolutely. him. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. 
And it's a pledge. And it's the word, our words to him that we choose to follow him. Abram did account it, he believed. It was accounted to him for righteousness to believe. We have to believe. We've made a covenant with him. And then we have to walk out our part of it. We have to agree. We have to keep our word. We have to go deep into the word and see what he's saying. What is he imparting to us today? As I said earlier, God is... um, He's coming into our lives. This is his this is his enactment into us. He's come to us. Mm-hmm. And so we are responding, but we have to keep our covenant with him. We have to hear what he's saying to us and faithfully flow, follow him in these days. So it is as ancient as ancient can be back mm-hmm. in the times of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And yet it's as relevant as the date today, January the 12th. 2019 that covenant that relation that pledge that being that he's chosen israel Mm -hmm. and we are a part of supporting that he has chosen us Mm -hmm. and because of that we have a pledge and a covenant and that's something that can't be broken now we can choose to walk away we can choose to be carnal we can choose you know whatever it is but it says in the scripture we are sealed from the time that we believe so we are attached we are part of. We are the same as. And this is great because we're just going a little bit of a different, different venue here, a different place. But, you know, he injects ourself, himself in our lives. Yes. And he, he made a covenant with us also. Yes. And he, if he's bothering you and you feel <laughs> convicted, and it's because he's injecting himself mm-hmm. in our lives always. Oh, yes. One way or the other, he wants our attention. And that's, that's the whole proof that we can be guaranteed that we are his when he does that. Mm-hmm. He will go after just the one sheep on the cliff, yes. right? Remember that's that? Right. We learned that in Sunday yes. school way back when. Yes. Aren't you? I'm so glad he will not, not come after me when he needs to yes amen amen well operation exodus is just they're on the front lines all the Mm. time with um, people um, wanting to fulfill aliyah and go go home Um, with the things that are happening in our world and what we're hearing we have more needs more people being called by the spirit and operation exodus is on the front line of helping with those people financially uh, shepherding them um, growing spiritually, I remember Shirley being in New York. We'll have to get an update from her. We haven't heard her from her for a while. But what other things are happening with Operation Exodus that we as the covenant people <laughs> who are covenant or pledged to our Lord Jesus Christ that we need to be aware of? And I would have to go and say so far to participate in. Yes. Well, 2019, 2020 is, is going to be a oh. very challenging year for Aliyah, for our country. You know, we just had um, came back from Jerusalem not long ago. We went to a time of fasting, times of prayers. We see the days of violence. We see the fulfillment mm. of prophecy. So God is pro- compelling us to take further action into New York City. And that's what we're going to be doing. We are going to be sending in small groups of volunteers into the city, into our office, and we are going for the next year concentrate on those five boroughs in New York. We're going to con- we're going to um, deepen our intercession by sending out two, three groups and walking the land, and declaring God's faithfulness and truth in those five boroughs. We're going to be assisting more with Alia face to face and out of our office how we can support them. And we're going to aggressively reach out to the church in those boroughs and ask them 
actually tell them first of all that we're we need their blessing you need the blessing Mm. of the church when you go into a new area yes so we are going to be doing that for us in in our buffalo area where the national office is we have several groups of intercessors and we are going to be concentrated on the new york area so if anybody wants to become involved with networking Mm. and picking up that gauntlet and interceding with teams for New York City right now, it's critical. We can do that. So call our office if you want to be a part of that. Our number is 877-633-7613. Now that would be like the same as an 800 number. Yes. Okay. One, yes, it's How about 800 lo- number. Locally? 681 616 Also, funding will be very, very important mm. because... Alia, as I mentioned before, has increased for us dramatically. We're up over well over 800 that we've helped make Alia in 2018, and it only promises 2019 to be mm-hmm. greater. But we want to see the people. We want to encourage the people more face-to-face. And so we want to have a presence in those five boroughs by the end of 2019. So they could go on the website, Operation com dot org dot org. I'm sorry. Operation Exodus USA.org and, and give sign a up. donation. Give sign a donation, up. sign up to be an intercessor, give a donation. We haven't gotten all this information up on the website. This is really kind of breaking news. It's fresh. Mm. We've spent weeks going over plans and praying and discussing it with leadership. Mm. Praise God. God is on the move. And we we're just talking about going deeper, serving Him more. Let's put, our, as we match our feet and our mouth, let's uh, make a donation, $5, $50, $100, whatever it all adds up to be able to help people to I love do the this, will of God. Yes. Can I, one of my favorite life um, quotes is from the Wright brothers, and I love it. They say, it is not really necessary to look into the future. We will see enough already to be certain it will be magnificent. <laughs> Let's hurry up and build the highways to it. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. You're also going to have an open house. Tell us about We're that We're going to have quickly. an open house the last Monday of the month. I believe that's 28th. And the trip to Israel, please call our office also. If anybody wants to go, September 29th to mm. October 12th. Okay, so you've got a lot of information out there. Thank you for listening today. This has been a just a wonderful time of programming for hopefully encourage motivation for you don't give up god is with you the difference is 10 more minutes he's working on something he's working for the church so just know that hey next week it'll be um uh i'm not sure we're working on a couple things on how to how to prepare ourselves then for 2019 and to prepare ourselves for the future as we finish this three-part um series Uh, So we hope that you will come along and be a part of us. You can always go to the website, todayslivinghope.com. You can go, if you want to send an email to me, it's Linda Penn at todayslivinghope.com. Have a great week. We will see you next week on Saturday, Today's Living Hope, right here on WDCX 99.5 from 1 to 3 o'clock. Hey, check out the Bible studies. Don't forget about the simulcast. Most importantly, would you lift each other up in prayer? Pray for our nation, pray for our schools, our government, and pray for us individually as his church for 2019. Hey, we'll see you next week. Go to the church of your choice, but get there.
The preceding program has been furnished by Today's Living Hope.